Go Loud presents Read the Room. Well, nowadays, because you get so many nice ready meals, people just buy them from delis and they're in tinfoil. But here's a little PSA, okay? Ease up on the cake. Like, I'm so (laughs) practical. And my... I can't even say my dad's house. My parents' house was so full of cake. Um, and you can't freeze cake. Coming down with cake. Pre-creamed scones. <laughs> Who pre-creams their scones, huh? You got well, a whole... You can get medicine for that now. It's just like, you know, it's premature accumulation. They were so. scones that were, that were sliced and creamed and jammed. <laughs> I'm Maya Dunphy. Hello, I'm Paddy Courtney. And this is Read the Room, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week. Where somebody, through either dumb luck or simply being a dose, failed to do just that, Read the Room. And this week, Paddy, if you don't mind, the pod is temporarily being renamed to Bereave the Room. And we're going to look at what not to say to someone who is in the thick of grief. Yes, to be fair, you have been in the thick of it recently, so um, let's try and have a bit of crack. Yeah, well, you know, it'll be funny. We swear-ish. Yes. The thing is, Paddy, look, here's the thing. I've had a really rough few weeks. I've lost my mum. I don't want to say too much about that because I will burst into tears. Mm-hmm. People know where my heart and my sleeve. But my mum loved to laugh. She would try and find a light in everything. And I wanted to get back to this, but I didn't want to come on and just talk about something sort of innocuous or silly because it's all I have in my mind at the moment. And I put a tweet out last week and I've been quite vocal and I wasn't sure if I was appearing kind of overly media online but I wasn't trying to it's just sometimes you forget you're at home and it got me thinking of the things that we say that I've probably said that we've all probably said to people going through a tough time and fair play to you because I I think in in all essence you have been through the shit and this is basically a shout out to all the well-meaning have the stains to prove it all the (laughs) well-meaning wallies out there and those Egypts just for one week only this is Bereave the Room oh yes so um I'm just I'm delighted to have you back. Um, um, really is because uh, the last couple of weeks, um, uh, people like we, we and had. Thanks a co- for all your support. We had a couple of them banked of these episodes yeah. banked, so we were able to um, uh, put out uh, a few episodes. But um, there's nothing like being back in the room with you. And it was um, a shitty few. I don't know people know that, but for the last few months while we were kind of putting this whole thing together, um, your mum said to you, "Just keep working, keep going out there." No, she didn't. She said, "What are you doing? I need you here." I was like, "I've got to go and work, mum." <laughs> no, she, she did, and she she loved it, and and she she actually. I think she listened to one because right. I actually had what you didn't listen because there's a bit right. of swearing. Doesn't matter how old you are, right, you okay. don't want your parents hearing you swear. It's like, oh, box. Um, it's funny because I did an episode of Sunday Miscellany. Oh, the lovely RT Sunday morning essay and poetry. Proper it was writing. brilliant. I've worked in telly for twenty years, Paddy. It's the first time that all my parents' extended family and friends were sharing some of my work. Excellent. All five minutes Love of it. it. The stuff of twenty years is just redundant. It's like, don't ever watch the stuff I do. But yes. Now that you have to read her, like know. tell them about read the room or maybe. <laughs> Some of them like that. Tell them, them the E is not for explicit, it's for excellent and ex... Yeah, I don't ex- I don't want... I don't erotic? Want, erotic, I don't, yes. I, <laughs> no, I don't want to be disowned. But anyway, let's get on to these. Yeah, because these there are, are some clangers. And like I said, when I, it's a bit like... when if they, You wouldn't know this, but like when you have a baby, before you have a baby, people say, you won't know till you're a parent. You go, yeah, 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 whatever. I can, I can see it's hard. I can see you're tired. I get it. Like, your nipples are leaking. You're tired. You're in a haze. Whatever. Then you have a baby and you go, oh, that's what they meant. And life is relative. And I'm sure I trotted up people at funerals before. Now, I've never said they're in a better place. But, you know, sometimes you just go, oh, I'm really sorry. And I, I always say, oh, I hope the memories will be a great comfort to you. And I always try that line. And actually, they are. 
But you can see the person going, oh, fuck off. Just Unless they weren't really me. dead and they're in the Bahamas hiding. <laughs> like, do, you remember that, do you remember that fell in the canoe? I hope, I hope the postcards will keep me comforting. The postcard? <laughs> yeah. Wish you were here. The canoe yes. That he, he did a runner to that. Panama. I think there's actually a film out about that at the moment as well. He's in jail though, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. So he, he did a runner. I can't remember why he did a Life runner. Insurance. Life insurance. Life insurance. So yeah. the, the, the wife was in a, on a two. Yeah. And um, he just headed off in a canoe and saying like, oh, the canoe was found upside down and he was gone. <laughs> but he was living in Panama. Okay, if you were going to fake your own death, how would you do it? Oh. Because we've all watched enough movies. I want, is it possible anymore? If we, see, because we live on an island, you'd never be able to get on a plane, would you? So you'd have to go by water. By boat. Yeah. Which is not too difficult to do. I think there's, there's less checks on the ferries, he says, with his little <laughs> connections. If <laughs> you ever want to get something through, go that's to the Harv. Well, um, yeah, that's wow. why. Cause I, I'm very involved with wildlife. And I always wonder, like when you hear a story, and it's, there's, there's, Great a segue. Them, there's a few of them up very north. Very involved with wildlife. Well, no, because there was there was a guy up north who had like three tigers in his garden, and you're thinking, how can you get tigers onto an island like this? You know what I mean? But what? It's, yeah, but you can't. Exotic Joe, hey. Exotic wildlife and dairy, but <laughs> three tigers. Yeah, there's but a whole load of stories like that around. There was a tiger. And, there was a lion anyway, no, that it's escaped. A, it's from not a wildlife story. It's actually just about you know we are an island. You shouldn't really be able to get. Tigers on. I guess he got. If you want a tiger on an island hard enough, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But a lion escaped from the circus down in Fairview that roamed wild for a while. Did you know about this? No. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's the fifties or seventies. I think we should have looked that up. But there was no way. Yeah, a lion just wandering around and just hanging out. Yeah. Hey lads. How's it going? Exactly. Yeah. Hear your name in a bar after me. No. But right, we've gone from wildlife from twenty okay, slick up purple, but, please. Cheers. <laughs> what you did so unlike anyway. so we did mention a few weeks ago in a, a podcast. We'll work out to take our own death another time, okay? Yeah, that's we'll do it. That's wanna, another I, podcast. Yeah, I bet but you'll have a good idea. We but, had a uh, an episode called Empathy, but the essence of that was competitive empathy, basically. Yeah. So this show is. I think you should go back and listen to that. And this is not just competitive empathy. It's just people that trying to offer about, condolences that was more about and sympathy. Yeah. This is just and again. So this is specifically about approaching somebody before or after a funeral and yeah. it's a hard thing to do, you know. Mm. It's the right thing to do to go to a funeral. In the last couple of years we've had to watch funerals on online and oh my God, it's horrific. Good that's why it was here. really, it was actually quite overwhelming because I haven't been to a party in two years and suddenly, and I suddenly realised walking up the aisle of the church to my dad, the last time I'd done that was my wedding Whoa. and there was, there were, you know, and you're being stared at by people which I'm not hugely comfortable with and you're very sad but in, afterwards it was actually, it was quite comforting to have so many people there to celebrate my lovely mum but a lot of people said to me in the Twitter thread, sometimes I'm hovering and you want to be seen to be there because you've made the effort to go. Yeah. So if the family, oh, yeah. there might be like five or six family members and you go, I've just got to get to the one I know. And then you see it's it's kind of queue jumping then. People are getting in front of you and you go, I just, I just want to go and I've got to get back to I think I boxed work. somebody in the head while trying to, <laughs> like I ran out of the church. I was kind of at the back of the church in case <gasps> I, if I moved too forward into the belly of the church, I would burst into flames. They'd kind of understand. That's the, the other thing. And the, the priest said, why do Irish people do that all the time? They're so afraid to, to overstep the mark. So the first three rows, three pews are all empty and oh, then everyone's standing down the back. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's that kind of the escape need to yeah, get out. Yeah, it is. But I'm, when you walk past and um, I just went outside and went like, I have to go over and hug you but you were in the mid-hug with someone else and went like jeez this is going on a bit long like, just like you know and you know, there is that Irish thing go I want her to know that I'm here yeah exactly and like you know, like, yeah. you know Maya yeah. Maya hi yeah. Maya, you know, if everybody could just back off you know, she's my mate a stick with a little flag on it your name on it I'm here could you just sign here. here or just uh, and there's other people you haven't seen for years and they do want you to know they were there so they have to find somebody like an old school teacher of mine was there who was great but she found my dad it was like 
I'm here. What you should really do is just get your passport stamped when you go in. So you just go, I was here. I was, I was asked here. by somebody to sign the book at the back of the church one time. Not at your mum's wedding. It's like, I, I feel mom's, mom's wedding. Jesus. I was so old. I was at your mum's wedding. Um, that signed the back. It was like clocking in, like in a factory. Could you clock in for me? Uh, you know, it'd be about 10 minutes late. So oh, I had to the sign book of the. Condolences. Yeah, the book of condolences. Yeah, we don't have any more because of COVID. They don't have. Oh, those, so you can get away with it. But, but. but I did. Yeah. I was able but, to do one online. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, do yeah, families scour them and go, let's see if that prick was really here. And no. t- do you know, to be fair, I didn't do it for my mum. I didn't look. I know yeah. members of my family did go through and go, oh, do you know what? And such yeah. and such. And, and it's one of those things that I'd say there were so many people at your mother's funeral that you they wouldn't have all got to you. I didn't have half them. Yeah. I was delighted to get to see your sister Anna. I hadn't yes, seen her in years. I know. Or half of her or a quarter of her. Yeah, she's there lost now. five stone She's now. amazing. Five amazing. stone. She looks great. We, we both decided not to wear black. Oh, nice um, one. Yeah, she so was in. She, she was wearing blue. your mum's coat as well. Yeah. She was delighted in that. Yeah, because she her... fit into it. Because oh, nice she wouldn't one. have fit into it six months ago. <laughs> it was Weird. amazing. I know people, it's like, it's, weight loss is a very difficult thing to discuss, but she's very proud of it. Yeah. And she wants people to comment on it. She should and be, I'm yeah. very proud of her because she wasn't happy. Oh, nice Five stone heavier. And she's okay. happier now. So I love that you put this shout out on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Right, go so on. So basically people have done the work for us. <laughs> so how many of these have you heard or been guilty of? Oh. So like, okay. I, I, do you know what as well? I love this. You've broken them now. This, this I, is gorgeous. You've, there, there's actually headings to each one. There are. So let's go through the first one, which you titled? The Mad Ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. They, now, there, some of them are quite religious yeah. specific. Okay. Which is, I think also be careful. If people who's feeling you're, you're attending... If you're not sure of their religion, then just like just don't don't say God takes the good ones. Okay. Like God takes God only takes the good ones. Oh, he only takes the good ones. If he, then he's a thundering brick. Okay, because like why would he take the good? Why would he? Why would a, benevol- a benevolent God make the world? Fill it full of people and go. I'm gonna fucking take the good ones know, back yeah. and leave Putin. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the good ones. Give you're us that. welcome. Give us that lovely child. Give us your mag. Give, oh, your guys are good. Give it. Yeah, just Putin. He's grand. He can yeah. stay. No, I don't buy that at all. Do you? No, no, no. no. I'll take the good ones. It's just like that. So then, but they're telling you. Basically, they're admitting that I'm a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. The reason that person is dead in the box there is that because they're the good one. So um, together, let's us pieces of shit go down to the pub and then um, just be shit. That's, so the, the other one is that. Again, you, you brought this up earlier on. They're in a better place now, and you're so right. No, no I want not. The, the place for them to be yeah. is with us. Exactly. Unless heaven is a five star all inclusive hotel, which I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. Or, or like those. I got a few people saying who'd lost someone too, saying, "Ah, oh, well, Helen, who's my mum, um, she's up there now with insert name of their family member here." I'm because she didn't like them. Well, she would not be there. She'd be going, "Oh, I won't just avoid that table." And if you are in heaven, are you the age you are when you die? Do you go back to like? 38 do you go back to being 18 do you and she's not gonna why would she go and have a drink with your granny yeah, not, to know your granny because yeah. no. it is Priscilla uh, they're up there now having the crack aren't they so, no, oh, no. look down at you now drinking her hand unlikely <laughs> unlikely my brother always shouts to the ground ma ma can you hear me can you look after us for such and such and go like why are you looking out there you know exactly oh. why well I had sometimes you do try and find comfort and three days after the funeral you know that and I and I have you, you find comfort in strange places. You know the thing about a white feather and you see a white feather and it means that someone who's recently passed is they're, they're around you or they're thinking of you or it's just a reminder. And this 
this white feather came floating on the wind, a really big white feather, and almost touched my face. And it was, I was like, oh my God, that is, it was disconcerting. I turned the corner and a seagull had been smashed by a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, my mum would love that. Because she, she, like, she was not a fan of, of overthinking things the way I am and uh, of introspection. I was like, oh my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> Do you know when you see a webbed foot floating in the air and hits you in the Mashed face? seagull. <laughs> oh, and the van going, fucking hell, that. getting the blood off his wheel screen. Like, oh, okay. I always thought it was a, a robin. I, ne- I never heard the, the white feather one. Um, yeah, the white feather. Butterfly or robins. Um, okay, what's the, okay. what's the next one? Sure, they had a good innings. Oh, yeah. That's, what? The, what? Yeah. And again... Mum hated cricket. Some... <laughs> It's just, but the the other one as well. This is uh, they he, they look so well. They they they, they, they look so well. Go what? I have to say, I have I have a stra- I know waking in Ireland is a very big thing, yeah. and my mum wasn't Irish. Well, she was. She got she finally got her passport about ten years ago, <sighs> and um, but I, I I have a weird thing about we, we none of my family likes it, and I think unless the person who's passed away has specifically requested to be waked at home or have an open coffin, I find it really disconcerting because what you're 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 letting other people have a different perspective of the person who's passed away and not have not have the memory that they have and not everybody's able to park that and it's I well I come from a looks, country two country yeah. families are, and both parents and they would have and I, so I would have grown up with that yeah. we'd go down to the house and even to the stage of there was people um like my grandmother, for example, was dead in the bed. So yeah. we, we came into it. So it wasn't even in a coffin. So we came in uh, and around and people kind of saying the rosary mm-hmm. and leaving again and different people coming in and out. And um, I was there again, a child, like I don't know, like 11, 12 or something like that, like standing around and a few people around the bed, you know, praying to this woman. And as we're praying, she had died that morning and they came and laid her out like, as we're pr- pr- praying around, she farted. <laughs> Two little pigs. There's no everybody in the room. There's nothing so funny there's like nothing. when something in in a church <laughs> or in a setting like that where everybody's quite somber. The the, the littlest thing sets oh. us off. Like, but it was that. I remember as a child, farting will never not be funny. Oh, no matter right. how old you are, yeah. never. Or not what be circumstances? Funny. But also as as children, we were always brought in, even to neighbours, with an open coffin. Yeah. And I do do find it weird. I'm kind of okay with it. it sounds weird and morbid. No. But to go up and now go and give um your neighbour Joe a, a a kiss on the forehead. I'm like. I'm seven and that's a dead man in and a And I box. never kissed so him weird. when he was alive. Well, yeah. <laughs> not that you know. <laughs> I washed his car that time. How but... do you think he died? <laughs> um, so yeah, but, so it's good, but no, good to hear no, when I was younger now, side. like my, uh, my Irish granny, my great aunts who would have seen them all laid out. But as I got older, I'm not comfortable with it. I know my mum wasn't. I know a lot of people that I know aren't. So I say, like, that would just be a no for me. Was but, it asked of you? Did anybody ask? Like, is no. it, like the funeral people asked? No. Okay, right. No. Yeah. Um, well, I think they, they always say, like, would you want an open coffin? We're like, no, no thanks. Yeah. Um, but that's a good point but, you made earlier on. But that I peering never in, of. you peer into the yeah. coffin and the person looks, well, they're dead yeah. and they look kind of ashen and waxen and people aren't going to say, Jesus. So they yeah. go, oh, doesn't he look well? And you go, I, I know. know. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah, he looks yeah. dead. So don't they look the deadest they can ever be? Like, you know, just like, you know, yeah, so that that one. So we need people no. to not be saying that anymore. That's uh, yeah. So yeah. what do you say when you peer into a coffin? Go like they look dead. Just go. Oh gosh. Oh god. Oh can, god. Yeah. That'll that'll put me off the buffet. <laughs> yeah. 
Can we, yeah. Yeah, could you delay the buffet for an hour? <laughs> we get to that as well. I love that someone oh, did say that. Wasn't that? Was they're coming up. They're yeah, coming okay. up. So um, then the next uh, subject is people angling for the dead person stuff oh, slash talk about money. Oh, all before the time. that, I gotta get the last. You've missed oh, one on. here though, because I got this and I, I, I did. I've probably lost half a stone, ten pounds over the last couple of months, not intentionally, and I look a bit kind of haggard. And it's, um, I know I've mentioned my sister, but she lost weight sensibly over the last year. But when you just kind of stop eating and you're stressed, it's not particularly pleasant. But I got a few. You've lost a bit of weight. It looks, you look good. Oh, or else, how do you lose a bit of weight? And you go, well, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> what you need is to have a sick mother for a while and then for her to die. Great, exactly. I'll try that. Yeah, do. You're right, though. It's just, at funerals, to be fair, we're just a little bit off kilter, to be fair to us. And that we do see the funny in the dark. And I suppose that's what this uh, podcast is. The, yeah. the, the, the whole podcast, not just this episode. And so there are people out there that just don't know what to say, to be fair to them. And uh, there's there's well-meaning behind the stupidity yeah. Stupid things that they say, and so we are we are kind of tipping our hat to that as well. Like, but every but single one of these comments comes from a good place. The next subject, I love you. You've broken this, and again, yes. people angling for the, the dead person's stuff, or they like to talk about money all the time. So the first one is this is when I was sent. I, I I'd love that bracelet she used to wear. Oh my! Fuck. And the person who sent me this, I was like, well, who said this to you? And it was actually a cousin. And this is a woman who died, who had four kids. Two of whom were girls. Not that the boys wouldn't wear a bracelet either. But uh, they were like, I would just love that bracelet. It was quite an expensive bracelet. And she was immediately angling, going, just something to remember her by. And, and I, I always loved that bracelet. Oh, really? The expensive one? Now, That's a big really one that okay. comes up, that came up a lot in the thread was, have you thought about what you'll do with the house? Or things around houses and inheritance. I guess the times we're living in now where it's nearly impossible to buy a house. Everyone's obsessed with property. And if someone's, if someone's parents or grandparents die, people go... Ka-ching. Yeah. Oh, that house must be paid off. Three-bedroom house mm, oh, in a nice area. I wonder what that's worth. Oh but God. just keep it to yourself. Yeah. I, Say I, nothing. I think we should talk about this. This, this, that line there has reminded me of something that happened a couple of weeks ago. I think we should talk it in in a very uh, near episode, oh. an episode soon. Yeah, it, specifically that that okay. idea of how the people are now dead from the house and something happened with the house. I just, okay, I'm going to asterisk that. Please do and just okay. talk about that. Yeah, and it involves. I'll tell you about it another time. So you just you just have to keep listening to the podcast. So what the, our next one is, uh, oh, that's your house deposit sorted. <laughs> oh my God, that's your house deposit sorted. So isn't that... Apparently it was a real one. Next one, This I got this three times from different people. You know you'll have to give back this week's pension, don't you? <laughs> Not unless you're your man from Cork who was taking the pension. We, I think Jesus. we talked about that previously again. Like That was taking the pension. His dad took his mother's pension yes, after she died for years and then he died and was only snared when the dad got to and 100. Then, then there were the two lads who weren't that subtle who brought the dead lad into the post office in Garlow to collect the pension. Full um, weekend of Bernie's yeah. there. Oh, well Jesus. done. Whoever like So the training in the post office is amazing because they were able to spot that this man <laughs> was dead. <laughs> so the next one is does he still have the nice jumper I lent him? <laughs> if I, I read something lovely recently and it was that if you're passing a charity shop, go in and buy a couple of dishes and keep them. And if someone is either bereaved or has a baby and you make them a cottage pie or a lasagna, make it in that dish and you go, that's your dish to pass on to someone else. Isn't Brilliant. that lovely? Because my mum had a really good lasagna dish and 25, <laughs> 24 years ago, before I went off to Australia, she made a lasagna for me to bring down to a friend's house and that particular friend never returned the dish and my mum was raging. And it wasn't that it was Le Creuset, it was that it was the perfect size. I, I know you're inundated, like when, when people die, that your gaff is just full of, you know, sandwiches <laughs> and plates and lasagnas yeah. and casseroles and all this kind of stuff. And you kind of 
who who you you don't want to put up online? Who owns the chipped? Um, yeah. Well, nowadays, because you get so many nice ready meals, people just buy them from delis and they're in oh. tinfoil. But here's a little PSA. Oh. Okay, ease up on the cake. Right. Like I'm so <laughs> practical, and my. I can't even say my dad's house. My parents' house was so full of cake. Um, and you can't freeze cake. Coming down with cake. Um, pre-creamed scones. <laughs> <laughs> Who pre-creams their scones, huh? You, got well, a whole... you can get medicine for that now. It's just like, you know, it's premature accumulation. They were scones that were, that were sliced and creamed and jammed. It's like, who'd... Anyway, and my parents' neighbour came in and I knew she'd be more practical. And she had a lasagna and garlic bread and a big old tub of coleslaw. And... I was like, I knew, I knew you'd be sensible. I won't say her name; she's lovely. But I was like, I knew, I, I knew she. So if you're going to someone's house, has either had a baby or has lost someone or has gone through a time where you go, what might they need food? Bring f- savory food that can be frozen. Yeah, ease up on the cake. Oh, I love the next one. I love that. This is old school. This, I bet you, this is old school. Someone said this. Was the oak coffin sold out? Yeah. <laughs> just like that. I see you have her in a, in a basket. Or a wicker. I think we should it's all be in wicker. Basket. Yeah, in, in, in baskets now. Was the oak coffin. Because there is that. I got a few of those. There's a lot of comments on it. Like, it's the Love. older generation as well. Yeah. And I think it's a, they think it's a bit disrespectful or something. Um, that you've essentially put your loved one in a picnic basket. <laughs> it's, but like, Smarter why? than the average. It's, but, it, you know, it's expensive hardwood. It's bad for the environment. I don't want to be stuck in one of those boxes, do you? So this is a conversation I had recently and I'm not sure we got to the end of it. That I was... So say you did have an oak or whatever, I don't know what... what a mahogany, what's expensive wood? Hello. Um, that, You're unbelievable. Ex- yeah, I just like look at that Clinton. No, no there's, that's only because of you. For a euphemism. It's only because of you. You just bring out the filth. So what I'm trying to say is that there was a time when I had this discussion with somebody over coffins and cremation and I just thought... Do they take the person out of the coffin and cremate them separately? And they went, no, no the, they the, co- the whole coffin is in. Yeah. And I just thought, what a racket to be in then. To Like, you know, yeah. like, are we guaranteed that? But like, we're burning, like you're saying, it's it's bad for the environment. You're burning, burning more all this wood. So are you implying that they take the person out and they resell the coffin? Is that what, there's some kind of junket going on there? Well, let's just say who does the checks and balances to see, you know. Because we all leave the church or the funeral place after. So I'm not casting asparagus on anybody. I'm just saying that, that it's possible that that could happen. But Well, I think the wicker ones, I want to just, just, just put me in one of those biodegradable bags. It won't be, it's quite unsightly, I guess. But uh, this is the next one. We're kind of the, calling the new age ones. Okay. Sure, cremation. You wouldn't know who you'd get. Oh God, don't say that. Just don't you say know, that. I, re- I read just... that. I didn't understand it till you, the way you just said it now. Yeah, that's your... Oh my... Yeah, and then another woman said to me that she went to collect her mother's ashes and she said, you know, it was a very poignant time because you have all these moments you have to just get through and the stuff in between is even harder but you got to get through funerals, you got to get through all the organising it's hard. And she said, I went to collect my mum and she said, the guy had gone through and then someone else shouted back, I know she was there. I won't say, I'll just call her like Margaret Barry. Goes, Margaret Barry's remains, what shelf are they on? And uh, she said, I just burst out laughing because she said, my mum would have thought it was hilarious. And she's like, what else could you do? Like, it was just the dignity of it. But she said, we just laughed and then cried and then laughed some more. And they went, oh, sorry, we didn't realise you were there. Oh, my God. We spilled her. We're actually sweeping her up at the minute now. We'll have her out in In a vacuum bag. So, and to be fair, yeah, no, I'm not going there. But um, And then the other one is people saying, I don't know, though. Burial creeps me out. Well, don't say it as we're lowering my granny into the ground. Just keep it to yourself. I think now. To be fair, I like. Okay, I've never said that, but I've thought of it. I definitely want to be cremated. Whatever happens, just in case. If if nobody knows anything, 
for this podcast if I, when I go, cremate me, please. So then we have another one, the uh, the don't know how lucky you are ones. <laughs> oh, before we get to that, in the new age ones, we have to mention some of the hippy dippy shit because if somebody dies of an illness or a disease, you don't need someone saying to you, you didn't try the homeopathy. You didn't. You didn't try the crystals. Oh, you know, a friend of mine went to uh, Guadalajara and sat in the cactus and was cured. And you go, oh, really? Oh, really? Thanks, thanks. No, you're not welcome. Because that's buffet. a slight on you, that. that like, you know, oh yeah, uh, it, it, absolutely. It, it implies he didn't quite do enough. But in the same way that all these people that were believing what Trump was saying that you know we should gargle with uh, bleach and oh, inject Jesus. it into our eyes and would cure us oh, of, do you of COVID. Those like, days? So just right now, we miss them. I know. I know. Good times. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, when Trump was all we had to worry about. Okay, sorry. Right. So the the, the next one next was one. is the they don't know how lucky you are ones. Okay. So first of all, I'll straight to anything that starts with I know it's not the same, but <laughs> yeah. just don't. If you're going to somebody and you, you, they've been bereaved, anything that's going to start with I know it's not the same, we're not quite the same, but did you know? Just, 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 just say I'm very sorry and walk away. Yeah. Do, like, that should be yeah. Back in the other episode, listen yeah. to that as well. That goes off in the competitive empathy one as well. But uh, there is th- that idea of they're the same people who, is, who are not racist. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like jog on the. Uh, at least you had him this long. At that's least, up yeah. there with the good innings. Yeah. And you've got to bear in mind, and there were a couple of them. One of them was, um, at least you had them this long, and the other one was a couple of people who'd lost husbands, wives, partners quite young, which is very tragic, were told, well, look, it would have been harder if you had him or her for longer. Like, you're young, you can move on again. And one woman, and she actually messaged me privately, and she said, I swear to God that happened. And someone said, at her husband's funeral, you know, because she she was 39, she said... um, I uh, should, you know, they, they, there's so many different things and there's dating apps of all sorts. You know, you'll have, you, you can move on. Oh my God. And she's like, I, oh, what? And she, you can, oh, you can only laugh. It's not a fucking dog I've lost. <laughs> I know. It's just like that. Just pop down to the pound. You get a new one. Yeah. You know, there's a wife, there's a, a wife pound down there. And like even the, if you lose your dog, you don't want to replace the dog. No. Exactly. Like, Immediately. Oh, it's been 48 hours, so yeah. I give it a couple of weeks yeah. before I yeah. get on Tinder. Exactly. Yeah. Unless though, but I always joke that at funerals, <laughs> just stand there like that. If it is, a loved one, as in a husband or a wife, going boo hoo hoo, crying through your eyes, looking over. Hey, you're looking good over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, we got we got a couple of um, people. Who, and apparently, they were trying to be funny. They, oh. Somebody would lose their partner. They go, "So you're single now, huh?" And no, it's not the time for that kind of humor unless you know them really well. Exactly, yeah. And there's some Has kind of in joke. Yeah. Then no, no, don't go there. Then there's the ones that are kind of quite specific to what the uh, oh. person passed away of. And th- and this was, again, and I actually emailed or messaged this person privately, DM them and said, oh my God, is that true? And she, this, the heart attack was so bad, she wouldn't have known it was happening. It's like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought that was comforting. <laughs> they thought that was comforting. It's like, that, like they were dead before they hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is, this is quite weird. And... Uh, Jeez, it must have been an agonising death for her. And then you couldn't get in because of COVID. She must have been terrified. Ah, oh, well, sorry for your troubles anyway. Oh, and the someone was left going, what? what? <laughs> so you left them you, on their own, wailing well in pain. and have kicked me to the ground and kicked me in the stomach several times over. Oh, Jesus, here's another random one. Not many here. You went for the Indo. Apparently <laughs> the, the, the Irish Times obituaries are... Are more are, are better read than oh, the really? window. Yeah. Well, the great thing is, isn't it, that everything's on RIP now, so we yeah. get to hearing that, and that's kind of good. There is like there was a few people like chatting about like you know it, it, like is it up on RIP yet, and and that's yeah. our go to thing. Like so, whoever runs that, well done. It's a good. Yeah, uh, someone's made thing. a few quid. Out I didn't. Of that. I actually didn't know that about the uh, 
So you put the neither did it. I. Neither did I. These, this is genuinely not mine. Somebody sent me this. Um, and then the random ones about going back to open coffins about clothes. Like that's like that's the outfit you wanted, or you're, you're bearing yeah. me as a good jacket. Will you take that off him before he goes? <laughs> I chat to your sister Anna um, at your mum's funeral and um, I hadn't seen her in ages and she said that a few people asked her requ- asked her if it's okay if they could come along and she didn't understand what they meant like these are her English friends Anna's living yeah. in the UK and said um, oh yeah yeah, of course what, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, and yes, she was yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. There's, there's this idea that in the UK you have to be invited yes. to a funeral whereas in Ireland like we just look up the Indo and or we RIP go. and we yeah. just turn up or whatever because I'm sure there are people who are like that funeral is happening at the time when I usually go to mass so I'm going anyway yeah. and so then Anna was horrified thinking she's all these years living in England she's just rocking up to funerals and people going well my sister here? rocks up to everything she's so sociable but I didn't know that No. and if, some, if, if, if someone who I know loses someone that they love if I can I will always go to the funeral but no in the UK I didn't realise that you it, you have to really be in, a bit like a wedding to be invited yeah. But or you're, so are we funeral crashers then? We love it here. Like we love a good funeral. <laughs> yeah. and, but it's all pretty quick. You do know, like you know, it, we do bury our, our dead quite soon after. I they think die. it's too soon. Whereas in the UK, do you? Yeah, I think there's there's a happy medium. The happy is the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is medium actually. Um, there's, but a, <laughs> there's a there's, there's a balance to be struck oh. in the UK. Like my father-in-law was was. Um, Five weeks. My mother-in-law was six weeks. There were there were other issues there, like uh, logistical problems. But here, it's very disconcerting when someone passed away, and the next day you're in an undertaker's. I, I think that's uh, I find that soon, discombobulating yeah. and quite upsetting. So if you could have a few days just to try and catch your breath, but certainly they wait too long there. But I just wasn't aware that. Um, see, here it's like the more the merrier, and especially where we're hitting now. If there's a if there's a free bar and a buffet, Paddy. Yeah. Oh, or people. How do you feel about people who don't make the service but turn up for the buffet? It's like, no, hang on, you didn't do the tough bit. Oh my you God. You didn't do the tough bit. I didn't even think about that. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> we actually had, we had a few at Put my mum's the- funeral. It's like, because let's face it, the church bit is hard. Yeah. That's hard. Whereas afterwards, you can, you can breathe and you can like, I could talk to my mum's friends. It was lovely talking to my mum's friends who I hadn't spoken to for years because of COVID and hearing their stories, you know, because they're her peers rather than, you know, my friends who are like who are my age it's lovely to hear her stories they're their stories about her but there's a few people you know but the church is the hard bit (laughs) so you don't get to come for the stroganoff and rice and the open bar if you haven't done the church (laughs) but I I heard I heard someone said to me it was that uh, yeah I, I don't really do churches it's not about it's you, a- you fucking... It's like... Oh, do you not? Here's the thing. Yeah. My mum didn't do churches. Yeah, right? exactly. It's just... I love that. I love seeing... From standing at the back of a church, you see all the people who are regular mass goers yeah. and those are not because they haven't a clue yeah. at the certain points of when you stand up and you're getting your glute workout. Do we stand up here? Do we kneel down? Well, that's the go- problem sitting at the front because my dad now, who was raised in that world, but who left it far behind, and we kept glancing behind because you hear the, the rustle and you go, is that kneel or stand? Is that kneel or stand? Whereas you're behind you you just follow. It's quite like a Mexican wave then. Okay, Mexican wave of genuflecting. Do it on purpose, like do it at the wrong time just to get everybody else going. But here's the thing with, um, and again, the funeral is a normal mass and I did a eulogy which was very, very hard. But uh, like, I'm I'm just speaking from a personal point of view, I found it quite cathartic to do my mother's and it did help kind of start the grieving process a bit quicker because you're focused on that, speaking about it. Yours was was gorgeous and funny and... I held it together but it was... It was very hard, yeah. Paddy. It was really hard. But there was no way I wouldn't have had somebody speak for my mum. My dad did too, but that was very hard on him. But we had there's two readings in 
a normal mass, same with a funeral mass, and from the Old Testament and from the New Testament, and the prayers of the faithful, which my sister was doing. So I thought it'd be nice to ask, because I had friends saying, look, if you're stuck, we'll do a reading. But we thought it'd be nice to ask friends of my mum's to do it. Yeah. And her best friend, who we asked, she just said, look, um, and her best friend, who's like her sister, is called Judy, and Judy said, I would love to do it, but I wouldn't be able. Oh, I'm right. too sad. So her daughter, Caroline, said, well, she texted me and said, actually, mum said I had a change of heart. She's going to try reading it at home. If she can't do it, I'll do it. I was like, Caroline, that's amazing. Thank you. Like, they're our closest family friends. And her brother, Jeff, flew back from London for the funeral. On the morning of the funeral, he comes in and goes, listen, mum is having a wobble, so is Caroline. So I am third in. I was like, how many do we have in line? So he was third in line. (laughs) There's a good subs bench there. And then the priest got up. So the priest said that for the first reading, we'd like to welcome Judy. And this guy, Jeff, gets up. So that was the joke. They were going, how are you, Judy? How are you, Judy? (laughs) People are dying to laugh in a... A church at yeah. funeral, they're out there and like to give them the, those moments of lightness yeah. does, does help. And um, I do recall there was a, a, a I was at a funeral and the priest got up and said, "Oh, he's not a regular." And he goes, uh, "Hello, everybody. I am Father Vaseline." And everybody just it helped for the first five minutes. Honestly, before the, it all kicked off, people are laughing at Father Vaseline. Father Vaseline. But it was, it was Father Vaseline. Okay. And that's everybody had just heard Vaseline and. And priest, and death, but you have to—that's the thing. If you if you didn't find the light amidst the shade, Paddy, you wouldn't keep going. Would You're right. You? So I do think. Um, on that note, um, I think we should wrap it up. I think we should. And um, just say, I don't want to set you off. I don't think set me off. This. Okay. I th- let, let's let's finish on um, on a nice little laugh, and we'll wrap it up and tell people that we do have other episodes, and we are talking about episodes um, such as it's marked empathy, but it's about competitive empathy and things like that, and bullies yes. and all these. So um, do have a listen back to all the other. So basically, what lesson could we take away from this episode? Okay, but I, just to yeah, be... I think saying the wrong thing at a funeral is like the ultimate in not reading the room, isn't it? Yeah. And I think what I will say from now, unless I know someone really well and have something very specific to say, I will just. You want to make sure you're seen? Yeah. Yes, you've got. Oh, I'm at yes, the funeral. Yeah, yeah. I've Punch made the effort. The face, just get to the person so, you know. First of all, just like push your way, scrum your way excuse through me, the line, me. find the person you know, and just like. I'm really, really sorry yeah. and I won't bring cake. I'm going to have my lasagna dish back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for your go. And while I have you. <laughs> no, don't. Don't ever while you have them. Just <laughs> let them go because there's other people there. You were outside for about 20 minutes, half an hour before you all travelled off. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been there for longer again. Like, yeah. Gosh, it was crazy. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Maybe think twice next time. Yeah. Don't say anything except sorry. <laughs> Unless you've killed them, own up and (laughs) hand yourself in. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Read the Room. Bereave the Room, isn't that right? So if you have anything you'd like us uh, to talk about, the best way to get us is on all the socials. I'm at Paddy C. Courtney and you are at at Maya Dunphy across the board you can email us at readtheroom at goloudnow.com and somebody actually did contact us at readtheroom.com hundreds and hundreds of people do Paddy thousands like we have to have a whole team of monkeys in the basement going through these emails <laughs> but you picked one I did yeah and it's 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 quite long but I do have to say um, a big thank you to Amanda from Toronto who sent in an email to readtheroom at goloudnow.com and I'll, I'll just read a, a taster of it it says I've listened to all of your podcast episodes from here in Toronto Canada and I'm really loving everyone thank you Amanda the way you both single out the sociopath normative rude and offensive behaviours <laughs> we are apt to encounter day to day but typically shrug off and then tackle those topics head on is so refreshing
refreshing, both in its raw honesty and its unexpected gratification. This is truly the podcast I didn't know I needed to hear until I heard it. Amanda, your $10 is in the post. Thank you so much. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do rate and review the show. Go on, hit the L five stars. That'll help us reach more people, more people's ears. Absolutely. Until next time. Slon. Go Loud presents Read the Room. A podcast written, hosted and researched by Maya Dunphy and Paddy Courtney and produced at Go Loud Studios. Executive produced for Go Loud by me, Dee Reddy. If you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends to check it out too. And if you're feeling extra kind, please do leave us a review that will help people like you find our podcast. And don't forget, if you think anyone or anything is in need of the Read the Room treatment, then you can let us know at readtheroom at goloudnow.com. We'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled by then. Um, I know somebody who... <laughs> do you remember the... Um, do you remember Gutbusters? Does that, does that ring a bell with you? Gutbusters, they were a thing on... You get oh, them on JML. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were kind of like stretchy things. Yeah. But uh, So basically they were just a really well tight coil spring yeah. and you put your foot in it and then you pull it up oh, to your no. chest and that's like yeah do you know someone who so, broke their jaw no oh, the no. jaw would be grand he was doing it in the nip and he got <laughs> his mickey on the top of the gut buster so when you when you stretch it and put it down do you remember that fella I think I know what you're going to say turned in went into the hospital like four yeah. months ago and he had a a jar no it wasn't it was a it wasn't it was a it was a military weapon <laughs> it was a bullet he collected uh kind of vintage artillery equipment and one of the bullets ended up up his arse and he couldn't get it out. <laughs> Infection kicked in, went to A&E and again, we'd have to go, uh, name, Paddy Courtney. Uh, oh, yeah. How did it happen? And the men, instead of men just going, you know what? Yeah. I was trying a bit of kinky shit at yeah. home. This happens to the Be best honest. of us. He goes, oh, well, I slid and I fell and I had no pants on and I fell out in the box out in this light. And then but I shifted and they went right up me jacks into me lower colon. It's like, but there's a, lads. But I don't mind. That never happens to women grand. though, does it? 